We're just trying to change the world here, people. Oh, really? Welcome to O'Reilly Radio 136C, recorded Friday, December 16th, 2016, where we dismantle the current events for your entertainment through mostly rational conversations that make you go, oh, really? I'm your host, Andy Cowan, with my usual suspects. I have Stephen Griffith, Fred Sims, Amber Besecker, and David O'Connor. And still hanging with us is Riz McCool. Woohoo. All right. So, again, if uh, if we make mistakes, call us out, O'ReillyRadioPodcast at gmail.com, phone it in, 470-222-6759. So, yes, this is our law and order segment. Um, North Carolina. Yeah. It's, North Carolina is becoming the Moss Eisley Cantina. <laughs> A greater no, hive no, of villainy cool I, have, I have not seen. No. Um, well, at least uh, at least the government chambers are becoming Moss Eisley. Um, <clears throat> so this Rich week, this this week, I, I don't even know really where to begin. There was kind of like this. It's an activism kind of thing. They re- they barred the chambers. They kicked people out. They had. Reporters arrested, other protesters were arrested, and at the end of the day, the governor signs bills uh, curtailing the powers of his successor, mm-hmm. amongst other horrible things that are that are in there. This is what we get for electing Chancellor Sutler. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. They're still part of the main party. We have not yet had them run down the street screaming Norse fire and <laughs> strength through unity, unity through faith. So, Well, I'm, you did say yet. Yeah, yeah I, I imagine I did. that's going to be on Inauguration Day. Let me put it this way. I was wrong about Trump getting elected and yeah. even by the margin. So I'm willing at this point to say I don't know. So I'm going to go with yet for almost every response at this point. It will prevent you from being completely wrong. <laughs> I can't help it. I was optimistic. That was a bad mistake. Yeah, no, like... Don't recommend it. uh, I want to say 60 days before the election, I was like, Hillary's got this in the bag. Or no, 60 days before the election, I was like, Trump's going to win this. And about 30 days before the election, I was at Hillary's got this in the bag. Mm -hmm. And election day happened, and I was just kind of in shock because I still thought that Hillary had it in the bag. That... The the just insanity that we saw was going to dissuade enough votes to go or persuade enough people to go from straight line red to third party mm-hmm. enough that <clears throat> Hillary was going to take it. But we can bring and some of that wrong. into. <laughs> we can bring some of that and like the fact of what we so saw there wrong. and how people are reacting. And we can do this North Carolina story, which is, again, with what they're doing and the fact this is the GOP doing this to screw the incoming governor. Yeah. Who is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And going, if this had been the opposite, mm-hmm. how many heads would be rolling in the streets and how many people would have just been straight out executed, honestly, at this point in North Carolina? Now, hold that thought. Uh, hold that thought well, right it, there in your head. Okay. Because I want to get back to that. And why, why it is so topsy-turvy 
why they can get away with it. Because they are getting away with it. Oh, yeah. There's two two completely different uh, standards yeah. when, when people are being judged on their actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... They do... There is no accountability in that party. None. It's it's absolutely asinine. I I do, I do not understand. Um, They're fucking children, uh, and I and I mean that however way you want to take that. <laughs> uh, All uh, right, Amber. Very good. Well, okay, I mean, so. if you if you did the research, you could probably find evidence that they were in fact in some cases fucking children. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's been a bunch of stories about various people from that party having done so. So I mean, and I mean for real, not like a pizza yeah. Yeah. thing. Like yeah. for uh, real. No, no, no. For I'm dead real. serious. Over no, the I, years, absolutely. Yeah, but as long as they can paint liberals as this horrible, terrible collection of of galactic filth, um, they're people who let conservative politicians slide on everything. But see, here's this. This is the only thing I have with this is because, <clears throat> as a country, we clearly screwed the pooch when it came to the election. Sure, but in North Carolina. They got it right. They saw the shitty things their governor was doing, and they made the change. They, right. they yeah. ousted him. And so if while it, there is yeah. no accountability, I have to think that the people of North Carolina who saw the shitty things he were doing and, and made the change, they're the ones that are going to have to hold them accountable. And in a way, they started to by electing a Democrat, but you know, the, the next stage is – what do the people of North Carolina really? I think the only ones who can affect this next step. What are they going to do in this instance? Because clearly they've made their their choice. We do not want you. We do not want your policies. We do not want you limiting the the power of this incoming governor. So what does that step look like? Um, <laughs> it would at this point that I don't think there's a whole lot they can do because. The the elected representatives in that other branch of government, they got the votes. It was gerrymandered all to hell, but they have a supermajority based on how the votes went. So, just to just in to North go Carolina, through. the the system is broken. <clears throat> yeah, and they continue to to make it even more so. But um, it's still the system, so. At, yeah. at that point, what options do you really have? Because because the the Republican What's voters will not hold yeah. their elected representatives to the fire and say, "No, this is unfair." Well, no, as long as they're winning, they don't care, right? You have to consider one of the biggest basis for why this can happen is that Republicans are much better. At emotionally marketing themselves to the population. Mm-hmm. The liberals are still under the impression that you can talk people out of emotions with logic and reason. And <laughs> that's just not how it works. The biggest reason yeah. Trump won is because he connected with an emotional, intuitive reaction within these people. And when you connect on an emotional level, it is that much harder to argue it, whether you use logic and reason or not. Democrats need to learn how to appeal emotionally as well as intellectually. And unfortunately, we didn't vote the first liberal I've seen in a while 
So we ended up with the other one. Well, that's why my slogan for 2017 is just borrowing from Kellyanne Conway and that uh, there's no such thing as facts anymore. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, nope. One, one of the words that made it into Webster's was post-fact. Mm-hmm. And that was all about I this. And it just, God, it makes me insane because you can't have your own facts. The you fact can. That, oh, that's. That's no. my whole 2017. I'm making my own facts. But, but no, the, fa- the, fa- the fact is the fact. That's freedom the in- of speech. But, no, but that's not a fact. That's an opinion. Doesn't matter. You can have your own opinion all day long. The truth is mutable. The, the truth is what they choose to believe. On mm-hmm. That was her whole argument in that conversation. I mean, it, well, if, they- if I give you an actual fact, a verifiable fact, you can choose to believe that what I'm presenting you is untrue and it negates my fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's right. When she's absolutely right, you know. Well, it negates it, it negates it in the argument. It doesn't make it wrong. Exactly. That's not what she said, though. I, yeah. It, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It, what matters is do the people believe it? So yeah, they're not. They're not even looking at right and wrong. Yeah. It's just wow. how it's presented and what is accepted as fact to who based off of what. Right and wrong don't play into anything anymore per their narrative. Well, unsurprisingly, they're going with the whole tulpa argument, which is that if enough people believe in it, it must be true. And they're Christians, so we shouldn't really expect anything better. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know some really good, per- completely irrational Christians. Unfortunately, that's not who these people are. I think this no. one falls under thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Yeah, but see, we they don't they don't care about that. Yeah, but they're not very close with us. Remember, they they love their shrimp cocktail, and (laughs) and they will you know they'll occasionally pick up a shift on you know on Sunday, and uh, don't forget them pork ribs and the that's so they wear blended clothing, multiple fabrics. Those mixed fabrics are so comfortable. I mean, yeah, they are though. So, and when was the last time they stoned their disobedient child? I know. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. They won't for medical marijuana so those kids can't get stoned, Stephen. Aha! Ah! Oh, puns. Love them. Okay. So, um, back back to actually what happened here as opposed to just, you know, getting pissed off about (laughs) everything. Uh, I liked I liked directing it away just so that we didn't get all angry. It was a fun conversation. Down. But, Let's not pretend this happened, Lane. But it was all. But I, <laughs> yay! But I was already pissed off, and it wasn't going to go away. Okay. Nope. <clears throat> so, what, who we're talking about here is North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory, who is on the way out, and Democratic Governor Elect uh, Roy <laughs> Cooper is coming in. So the Republican-dominated state legislator patched several measures dramatically overhauling the governor's power in an unexpected special session just weeks before McCrory leaves office. Democrats argued that the move amounted to a power grab aimed at undermining Cooper even before he takes office. At least 18 people were arrested during protests against the Republican maneuvers Friday at the state capitol in Raleigh. The bill McCrory signed with limit... Uh, will limit the governor's power to make appointments to certain state boards, including the Board of Elections. It would create state and county boards of elections with equal numbers of Democrat and Republican members. That actually sounds good. Um, 
Until now, the governor appointed three of the five members of the State Board of Elections, and county boards were made up of two members of the governor's party and one member of the other party. Honestly, Mm. that doesn't sound bad. Not altogether bad. Not not altogether bad. Um, The measure also uh, also identify candidates running for state Supreme Court seats by their party labels in primary elections. I think this is where it really comes into play. A Democratic candidate ousted a Republican incumbent in November's elections, though both candidates ran without party labels, leaving a 4-3 to three Democratic majority on the high court. Uh, despite rumors, the Republican legislator did not bring up a bill to add more members to the high court, which is always that nuclear option that they, uh, that they try. Uh... Oh, yes. Uh, also passed a bill that will give McCrory the power to appoint the head of the state's industrial commission, which hears appeals of workers' uh, compensation claims to a six-year term. So he's going to get uh, get to appoint that position before Cooper gets a chance to, to have at it. And will keep that position until Cooper is voted out, they hope. Neat. Yeah. Uh, McCrory conceded defeat earlier this month after Cooper's lead grew to more than uh, 10,300 votes out of more than 2.6 million votes cast. Uh, So even then, it was still... That's still closer than I'd want it. I don't don't understand people anymore. (laughs) People are hurting me. This is where the internet hurt me, right here. <laughs> you asked me earlier. Uh, yeah. Cooper threatened to sue Republican legislator over the new me- uh, measures in a press conference on Thursday, calling the bills more ominous than any partisan power grab. Yeah. Yeah. So that's North Carolina. We keep We keep talking about you because you keep doing stupid things. North Carolina, Rhea. It's a okay. fusion of North Carolina and North Korea. I thought you were going to say. North... I thought it was going to be a fusion between North Carolina and diarrhea. That's where I was going <laughs> with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the difference? You know, ah. governors get executive order power. Why couldn't Cooper just use that to to re overhaul some of his power? Because loss? because of how that will be painted. <clears throat> yeah, in as, the next election, as an overreach but, thing. But is this not one of those situations where we have to stop pretending that we can't? You know, like we got to get a little dirty to play the game. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> it's mm-hmm. it, it is unfortunately the slippery slope, and right. though that can okay. be a fallacy, it can also literally be a slippery slope down to down to badness. Uh, in this case, if if no one respects the office and the limitations thereof, then the balance of powers can shift dramatically as they are eroded away by one party or then both parties doing erroneous power grabs and not respecting okay, but- the way the office will actually was. Really, we have to restore it to what it was, but that it has, takes It has ethics. to be done through <laughs> constitutional amendment so that... Yeah. The parties can't keep swinging the pendulum, which shaves off more and more of the the checks and balances that need to be there in the first place. Okay, but two questions, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> the whole erosion of, you know, the, done by a party, that's already happening here. That just right. happened. And if you have the executive power to fix that, why is that considered gaming the system? But It's not considered gaming the system. It's It's a matter of then you set the precedent that it can be done again and again and again. So if you give those powers to whoever takes that office, then the next guy who you may not may like even less will also have those powers. Right. It was the same thing as as the GOP absolutely <clears throat> pooping in its pants over all of the additional executive power that was handed to Obama after George W. Bush used executive power right. to facilitate his own ends. But I, I feel like this is kind of where one of the progressive weaknesses is. It is, is absolutely. That we allow the, the other people to do this and to make these claims with no evidence, and then we're too afraid of, of proving them right that we refuse to use the tools at our disposal, so they just keep winning. And we keep sitting back and going, no, I'm too afraid to do that, because then what if, when they're already doing it? The, the right way is to introduce legal federal offense consequences for doing it, yeah. not to engage in the exact same tactics. You make it a literal federal crime for them to take these courses of action, and then you actually put teeth to it and you hang someone out to dry. Yeah, all these people, they, there are no consequences. None. People, people blame Obama for Hurricane Katrina. So at what point does it – you know, we were talking about post-fact. Right. Post-fact, everybody. Where's yeah, that yeah. you blame Obama for 9-11? And, yeah. and in this yeah. case, I'm not talking about doing like the exact same thing that they're doing. I'm talking about going in, reversing it, and then moving forward with like what, what you were talking about with you know, the, the federal consequences for doing that shit again. But who do you think would have to approve it? So, but see, if that's yeah. the argument, though, if that it's not going to get approved anyway, because then doing that at all doesn't make any sense. Right. I agree with you. I'm just saying how it's going to be well, and that's I want to make and, that distinction. It is. And yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand that. But that's the situation that we're in: is that we keep fighting this battle without any fucking weapons because we're too afraid to pick one up. Well, and now we have, you know, the people who are going to vote on this are the people who fucking hate us and who aren't going to let us get away with anything anyway. So yeah. it's uh, unless we do something drastic, it's, even if it looks bad. bad, nothing is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really bad scene. We've got I, I kind of think of it as, uh, you know, again, with uh, with nuclear warfare, you know, because. It is, you know, to to build the bomb is amazing. To use it is terrifying. And <laughs> sorry, no, no, it's it's fine. It's just you're you're breaking up. There's something. Yeah, a little bit. Your connection is uh, no, no. It's it's not your, it's not your mic. It's yeah. your connection through Skype. Skype's just weird. Oh. yeah. Um, oh, what what I was gonna say there's not to bring it back to the book that I wrote, but do you it. Consider <laughs> there there are you know the first words of my book are fuck you. And it's a you know twenty eight page rant about how I felt post election, and there were people who read that who said, you know, that's not really fair. You should consider taking that part out. And I realized that's the same battle that this is happening. You yeah. know, 
you you can get beat over the head all you want by the conservative slur machine, but if you dare get angry back, well, then you're painted as someone who's out of their mind. And, you know, the, the guy I stood up to, there is video of that. And some people actually said, well, you know, when you acknowledge that, you're just as bad as he is. And I said, me distracting someone who is otherwise harassing children by calling him out on his bullshit is not equal to bullying. We have exactly. to get over the myth. We have yep. to get over the myth that bullies uh, quit when they're left alone. No, they do shitty things, see no consequences for them, and then get worse. And if Trump's election isn't proof of that, nothing is. This is the game they're playing. This is the game they're winning. And we're still too damn afraid to come off too angry. Again, sometimes there's exactly. some bullies who, if you ignore them and let them go, they will finally go, all right, whatever, and l- lose their they game and just walk on. But, Other but ones, you, you have to walk up and punch straight in the mouth, and they go, okay, I need to stop that now. At some point... Or, no, I need to find another target. Yeah, what, well, yeah, exactly. At some point, when you find yourself in the prison yard, you have to find the biggest, baddest, nastiest person there, and you have to beat the crap out of them. Well, and, and it's also a matter of how much power does that bully actually have. You know, no, it, it does. We're talking about bullies in this case who have the power to affect millions of people. Yes, and, and that that's that's not something you can ignore. Well, actually, like if, if somebody's just being an asshole to me, I can. I, I don't necessarily endorse it because I think people should be called on their shit. But I can choose to ignore that because it's not really going to affect me once I'm out of the room. But. Right, yeah. You know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about something that will persist with or without my attention. And because of that inattention, because of the lack of consequences, that's why we are where we are right now. We let them shut down the fucking government and over a fucking temper tantrum and did nothing, nothing about it. 97 percent of what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And and now we're fucked. And so ignoring it, you know, saying like, oh, okay, you want to shut down the government? Well, whatever. That empowered them. Yep. Yeah. Well, You're, you are correct in that. With, with this with, is. Go ahead. Go on. <coughs> go ahead. Um, it's it's a it's a difficult riddle to solve because one of the comments that I saw today was Putin is the man because there's an article about um, there's the whole Russia hacking the election deal, right? Yes. And CIA has released intelligence that, yes, Russia was doing some shady stuff during our election. And, and the FBI, FBI has confirmed it. And uh, and Putin's response was, produce Prove evidence it. or shut up. Yeah, I'm just going to move that story because that was actually going to be in bad ideas. But let's yeah. bring it up here. I'm going to I'm going to put it uh, put it in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, and and. The, the conservative reaction to that, they are hailing Putin as one of their heroes. And it's like the cognitive dissonance goes so deep that they don't see the irony in calling Putin one of their heroes. <laughs> it's- McCarthy is spinning in his anti-communist grave. <laughs> I know. The dude is his heart like skipped beats that it wasn't even beating to begin with. No, no, it started beating again so it could skip beats and then it stopped afterwards. Yeah. But yeah. um, Yeah. Real common. Putin is the man. So again, my, you know, my, my, my topic here, the theme for 
Law and Order this week is consequences. Mm. And why there aren't any. Well, I think Trump is his own consequence. Um, well, he's he's a oh, we're we're going to reap the consequences real quick. I mean, yeah, it, oh yeah, we're we're starting to see things. No, there no, are other I'm things talking, that I'm sure are, are further in the show notes. With, with I'm not China talking about the consequences uh, that, our drone. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about you know, the consequences for the. We're going to get to that. Go on, Andy. I'm not talking about those consequences because yeah, we see that coming because oh gosh, we're paying attention. And we're not just listening blithely and going, rah, rah, America. We're not doing that. We're actually looking at, at the world stage and realizing, no, billions of people, not millions, billions of people rely on America to be stable. Yeah. You know, so when the FBI director, who also rigged the election, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, agrees with the CIA's you know, assessment that, yeah, Russia Russia messed around with it. Now what? Um, does, does, that not, is... does that not negate the candidate? Does that not negate the election? No, it doesn't because Why of who won. Because of who won, that's all? Because it fits, yeah. their, it but, fits their narrative. But right now, yep. the power isn't with who won. Well, they, the, the conservative voters have not realized um I don't they have they not care. come to the realization of what is going to happen to themselves specifically as a consequence of this and that is uh, we're probably within the next few years going to go to war with china we will defeat china overall in that war um because we're really good at it <laughs> really good at war uh but it will bankrupt us in the process and that leaves Russia as the winners of the global superpower game. Well, since Russia is already playing the global superpower game by taking random boat rides around Britain, <laughs> we're right. not just going to be fighting China. We're going to be no. fighting a two-pronged war with an old-school war power that we already whooped their ass, but they're the only ally we can rely on to fight Russia and China. And we're going to go bankrupt before the war starts because who controls all our money? Oh shit! That's China. No, mm-hmm. that's that's not true. No, that's that's that not is... true. But we will be bankrupt anyway. Because yeah, I mean the the amount of debt that we accrued in the the Iraq and Afghanistan wars, and the fact that the the matter. GOP fought every effort possible in I... every way imaginable to prevent us from making up that ground. Here's here's the thing that I've never understood about the economy of survival. <laughs> okay. When when it comes down to it, you never go broke when the alternative is death. Mhm. You do not run out of money. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You simply if it's everyone in order to live has to involve themselves in the war machine, it will be done. Yeah. Until they are dead. Look at we, we will pr- we will just print money until money. Hey is- guys, it's gone. Yeah, you gotta hey, go? just real quick. Yeah. Uh, Riss uh, messaged me on Facebook and said, "Please let them know the winter storm is giving my high speed internet trouble and won't let me back on." Oh, oh. I thought that she was being very still. <laughs> 
Well, if she's not getting back on, please tell her oh. we love having her on the show and get warm. We do not wish her to actually be a meat popsicle yet. Okay, no problem. Yeah, too much coughing. Go take care of yourself. Um, okay. And welcome back any any time as well, of course. Um, so it, just the, the economy of, of that kind of war machine. You know, it, I've I've read it in books and things like that. You know, oh, no, the aliens are coming. You know, we, we can't. We can't afford to build enough ships. It's no, like, we'll build them. It's like, no, you don't understand. If you don't build the ships, you die. Mm-hmm. It's the mentality there's, of when you gain gauge no in money. total war. Yeah, there's no money. Which, we, we as a country have only engaged in total war once. Yeah. Sherman? World War II. Where mm. we said... Mm-hmm. There is no, essentially we went, there is no such thing as unallowable targets. Mm-hmm. You know, us and Britain both said this, no problem. That's the firebombing of Dresden. Collateral and us damage, firebombing, yeah. And us firebombing Tokyo. You know, it was yeah. the whole, no, we don't care. Total war, nothing is off limits. We go till we win because the other option is death. Yeah. So, I I just... They they don't understand that they they get in the mindset of you know not having enough money to do the, these things, but all of so much of our money already goes to the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Before we'd ever have to write another check, we could already decimate three quarters of the globe. Yeah, conventionally. Yeah, which is which is why we'll end up if we pick the fight with China, we'll end up winning. Ultimately, overall, we will solve the Chinese population problem, <laughs> which is horrific yeah, oh, it is. to think yes. about. But we I, we have a solution to that problem. Actually, the funniest thing is, though, China can be taken out quite easily. I, I hate to say this is a solution, but I've actually studied the military strategics that would be required to pull this off. If we want to go true. You, you were a poli sci major. I mean, come on. Yeah. We want to go true total war scenario and everything is now allowable. Okay, there are a grand total of, I think, three cities in China you need to wipe out. Beijing is one of them. Yeah. And I forget what the other two are. You take those three out, good news, you've just wiped out the entire Communist Party, the entire command chain. The army is now completely leaderless and will, because of the way Chinese training works, the ground commanders don't really have that much control over how things go, and they will break up in individual units. The whole thing will collapse and it will be done. It's cutting off the head of the snake. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is with, with the very much like, – we do not have that much centralized control as much as we are a centralized government in a way. China is very hardcore central control and yeah. have been ever since Mao did his whole thing. Yay, having read the Little Red Book. Hmm. Um, and because of that, it's – you know everything has to come down from the top. If it doesn't come down, you don't know what the hell you're doing and you're essentially just paralyzed. Yeah, so Russia a fight is... with him would be – if if the gloves came off immediately and everything was done intelligently, the losses would be very high, especially on their side. But it would be over with quick. Yeah, so that we, tends to be war yeah. with America in general. <laughs> the losses are going to be high, and it'll be done overnight. That's if you go to to using earth killing weapons. You know, yeah. If you go well, that far, Trump. he's an earth-killing weapon. 
Well, well yeah, no. and, and also, oh, oh, authorized. you know, he sits yeah. there and, and asks, well, why can't we use nukes? Yeah, we have them. Yeah. Why, why can't we use them? It's like, oh, and this... Because, motherfucker. Yeah, and that, and that that's the guy that's not attending his intelligence briefings. My, but well, I, also... I think he's going to create his own actionable intelligence. What I, what I believe <laughs> we're, we're going to see out of Trump in the next few years is, uh, and he's already started, um, with the tweets about... Uh, he hit Boeing, dropped, they dropped a yeah. billion dollars in value in one day. Then he hit Lockheed. Uh, they dropped $2 billion in one day. So he's getting better at it. <laughs> uh, well, imagine what he could do. He's going to keep hitting. As uh, a, uh, imagine what he can do as, as an insider trader, just knowing that he's going to tweet oh, something no. in two days. I, you're, you're already on my same track. Let yeah. me finish. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he, he's tweeting throwing out these tweets he's going to buy stock in those companies because it's totally legal for him to do so like both things are legal it's legal for him to send out a tweet and it's legal for him to buy stock in the company after the value drops even if it's a result of his tweet mm-hmm. yeah so he's going to tweet things out drop the stock value buy the stock what i expect will happen is we will have a micro war it will be less than 90 days since it's less than 90 days he doesn't need any kind of approval for it he gets a blank check, writes it out. Will Boeing and Lockheed have a good quarter? Stock prices skyrocket up. He dumps the stock. Wash, rinse, repeat the cycle. Tweets come out, drop the stock prices. Have another microaggression war. Over in 90 days or less. Eventually, it's going to be the big doozy with China. Probably two and a half to three years into his campaign. That's why I'm expecting that the gloves will come off with China and they're either going to get sick of the things that he's saying, or he's just going to outright go over there and moon them until they <laughs> they pick the fight. Um, but he's going to goad them into throwing the first punch. And once that punch lands, um, I don't know. Several several things happen. One of which is it increases the likelihood that he retains the presidency because America doesn't mm-hmm. like to change leaders in the middle of a war. Um, yeah. it's going to boost the economy because suddenly we're just going to dump a bunch of money into the economy to support the new war effort versus China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> China is a big superpower. It's got enough name recognition to actually scare. The well, you know, if, if, action. if you absolutely have to bring manufacturing jobs back to the United States, <laughs> that's the way to do it. And consider what that's going to do to morale, too. Like, you touched on the fact that the American people don't like to switch presidents in the middle of a conflict. There's also nothing that brings us together like war yeah, or en- some other similar yeah. tragedy. And, and, and not just war. War with China. A co- communist. War with China, a communist communists. country. And not only a war with – not only the fact that it's a communist country, but just so many, you know, conservatives hate it for the fact that, you know, they produce so much that ends up in America. Yeah. They hate it, but they keep giving tax breaks to send the jobs there. Yeah, and not only that, but they like the cheapness of the product. Yeah. So, I mean – like my right. my my dad is a is a great example of this where he when he manufactures he does it out of China because it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. But he hates China because jobs and so much of their stuff is over here and it's capitalism. Yeah. A yeah. love story. There went risk. There it goes. Efficient. Finally finally Skype finally gave up on, on they, the they threw, Yeah. Yeah. 
They gave it the good old college try, but Skype <laughs> just couldn't get Chris back on. No, board. no, they didn't. Okay. Um, so I. But yeah, no, mm. that's kind of my expectations over the next three, five, four years. So okay, I think it'll okay. happen even sooner than that. Okay, we we have to have a, a path to to some sort of resolution here. Do we? I, <laughs> no, I I think we have actually achieved endgame. Yeah. The 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 path to resolution is what the electoral college does on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um exactly. that that that's like our last gasp at um not buying gas masks in preparation for the impending potentially nuclear war that we will be engaged in within 3 years. I went into a whole rant about this uh the other day. Um where I I was saying that exact same thing, which was what the Electoral College does in this election is the tipping point. Either we're going to double down and we're going to completely fuck ourselves and that's it. Like, we're not coming back from that. Or we're going to have one last gasp of some kind of freedom in this fucking country. Um, and, and I... Just like when we were asked to predict what was going to happen with the election, I have exactly zero hope that they will do the right thing. I think we're done. I, I don't think in, in there the won't end be enough. of everything that we're going to end up as a dictatorship. I think that Trump is going to make his money and then he's going to slide on out. That's what I feel is going to happen. He's going to have a nice retirement cushy. He's going to own factories in Russia. Russia's going to be on top of their game. They're going to be the world's dominant superpower. The United Nations building will have been evacuated by then after Trump run literally tells them to get the F out of America um, and puts all American flags across the entire front of that building. Um <clears throat> Well, it's not necessarily that I think we'll have a dictatorship. What I think is going to happen is it's going to decimate us. And it's going to be a huge erosion of civil rights, um, a lot of other rights. And by the time he leaves, I I think we're all – well, I I think the majority is going to be too uninformed about what actually fucking happened and too desperate to do anything but erode those rights further, like see the Patriot Act – yeah, I I'm not sure altogether that we'll continue to co- will continue as the United States of America. I see Russia going all the way with what the KGB and the CIA have done all over the world, except in Europe <laughs> and yeah. and Russia and China, and that is um, find pockets of of rebellious groups. Mm-hmm. They're going to send over Spetsnaz. Who's going to help train those groups and arm those groups? And we're literally going to have the same types of of war, turf war, and conflict that we're seeing in Syria today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in this country. You think we're, we're going, going to, to see the violent Cold War? KGB we're going to be fighting wars. Cold War overthrow, but of but for the first time, major superpower mm-hmm. getting well, targeted I mean- instead of proxy wars with smaller powers all over the world. Once you and is openly, that, I'm sorry. It, go ahead. Well, is that is that your scenario with a Trump victory? Yes. Okay, because I want to bring it. I want to bring it back full circle to Andy's entire topic for Law and Order, which is consequence. And let's say that somehow um, 
we actually see some kind of consequence. And what the Electoral College does is they see all of these things that have happened and they see these, you know, the, the intelligence agencies pointing to, you know, Russia as having meddled and they hold a consequence to the president elect and they actually faithlessly elect Hillary. What are then the consequences of that? Do you see those same things happening? Because that is entirely internal threat. You're still dealing with 63 million people in this country that would lose their collective shit. Mm-hmm. They they would lose their shit, but the difference is um, in order for that, that violent overthrow, in order for Spetsnaz to get in the country and bring in weapons, not just you know AK-47s or the weapons that are already here, but like f- grenade launchers anti-aircraft missiles we're talking about the the people we have fighting proxy wars they're really well armed like really really well armed like they can take they can mess up abrams tanks and keep on rolling well armed um in order to get that stuff in the country you have to bypass the customs and border protection which as much as everybody likes to point out that there's holes in it it's still infinitely better than in the countries where we engage in this type of behavior normally. There are no customs and border protection in in like Somalia or in yeah, we, we can yeah. we can erode that and we we've destroyed that in Syria and and in the countries where this type of thing typically happens you have to get those security forces out of the way first. Trump dissolving the EPA the Department of Education, those are kind of precursor things to, yep, I'm just going to gut the whole Department of Customs and Border Protection. And that's when you'll see everything flood in. I do think that you will see, um, in the situation that Fred was talking about, uh, a schism, though. And I don't know how bad that will be. Enough to, to well, break yeah, the I mean, country in half. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I'm not comparing the, the situation because I know that uh, that's – clearly where the difference is the people you're talking about are trained are well-armed are the type of people that could take on a country and actually make a mark whereas the people that we have in our country those are the they're going to take our guns but we need them in case we have to fight the government so that becomes ends up being that false sense of security that they Mm -hmm. think they could do those things and while they may not be able to take on the government if you have those kind of things crop up everywhere we're dealing with that armed insurrection in various cities and states it's not the same as what you're proposing but i mean it's still really the, the fucking people, bad the people that are already arming themselves and, and gathering together in compounds those are exactly the type of people that all you have to do is feed them a little bit of photoshopped information and they're going to believe that the the federal government has stepped in in a nearby city to them and it is their duty as americans to retake that city mm-hmm and so, hey, so that, we got this guy here of, who's really good at combat, and he's training to, to uh, work effectively as a unit. And while they might go in and get slaughtered, they're going to kill a lot of people in the process. Yeah, and the, I mean that's that's kind of what I'm do. I'm looking at the the other version of is there any possible way that we regular rational logically thinking people come away with a win in this scenario? Because we move off world. It, <laughs> uh Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos must be kept alive. <laughs> at, at all costs. At no all more costs. no more meetings with Trump. Because well uh, 
those those appointments that they're in are are completely yeah. for show. Yeah, they're they're show pieces. Yeah. They're, they're my advi- economic advisors. They're not. I'm going to ignore anything. everything they say. They have no power. They have what? to convince Trump to do something different than he's already decided he's going to do. Well, yeah. I would love to just be on the meeting where they're there just to hear Elon Musk's first words of, okay, my first piece of economic advice, fire all those assholes over there. Now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. You know what? Here's the thing about, about Donald Trump. He's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Right, or at least he's going to come out of this fine no matter what. No, no, oh, hang on. Yeah. I know that. That's that's just a done deal. We know that yeah. already. But the only person that he might actually be able to take seriously is another billionaire. True. No, might but won't. Won't because well, he's the, so the egotistical. Goal, the no, goal, but, the know. goal for Trump isn't in the the. The long-term health of this country, it is in securing his place in his personal Donald Trump, his place in the world forever as the first trillionaire, probably. Um, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then he'll take up residence. He'll move his family to a nice building that he buys in uh, Russia. And... Uh, He'll have his business ventures over there. That is a, uh, a, a an all too likely scenario, right there. It's super easy. Yeah. So and then I mean, yeah. Okay. Again, with the <laughs> I consequences. I'm sorry if this no. hurts your brain. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> it's painful to you're think just, about. You're just you're just telling me everything that I've already thought about, but not really deeply. It's like, yeah, all that's going to happen. That's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, that's going to happen. But what I what I see here is just a the giant gaping holes that are in our system that we're not ready to handle this. No, no, we we did absolutely nothing uh, to prepare for ourselves for any kind of war of disinformation. And for for all intents and purposes, what the GOP has done for the last 30 years is condition their people to respond to disinformation in a positive way. So that cheese out of the bottle, you have the population that's willingly going along with it. All you have to do is is say the right things in the right way with the with a new Photoshop that just keeps taking it further and further over that cliff, and they're just going to line up for slaughter like lambs. And the cognitive dissonance among conservatives in this country is so appalling that aside from the ones who flat out refuse to believe that Russia was involved, there are the ones who are defending Russia. As like, oh, well, Russia's awesome because whatever the fuck they managed to come up with or because Putin hates gays, because whatever. Because because Putin said, quote unquote, stood up to Obama. Yeah. Putin's the man. And then I like him more every day. A month ago, 60 days ago, they hated Russia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now. Now. No, you know, but they're, no. they're all about and, it. Which is why I say, wh- where do we move forward? What's the best path forward? Off world. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's I, a very I just... weird, <laughs> almost Pavlovian effect that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Pavlovian. Oh, no. Your mouth waters at the idea they... of incorrect information. Yeah. Um, the convenient when you idea. You say the yeah. name Clinton, 
to a conservative, <laughs> they literally froth at the mouth. Yeah. It, it is – it's not – like Pavlovian, I, it is I have Pavlovian conditioning. What I'm saying, not that, not that Pavlovian, but the idea of here's some disinformation. Okay, you don't really pay attention to that. Here's some disinformation, but we're ringing a bell over it. Okay, that you believe that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As long as it comes from, well, they, they conservatives they have, have become very that. bad at source vetting. So, to the point where it's fairly irrelevant because Snopes. You know, the ones that actually check things, they say that they're biased because it's two people living in a basement. It's not even so much about where the information comes from. No, but that's how easily they dismiss it, though. Yeah. Right. Well, no, they've evolved it beyond, like, the the classical Pavlovian conditioning is let's ring a bell over. And it all came from Fox News, right? Um, Even Fox News was dismissed when they talked poorly about Trump, even Fox news now, like, yeah. uh, the, the lie has taken on a life of its own and the people who were in control of it are no longer in control of it and don't understand what's happening. Oh, and that is Trump the KGB is has now hijacked the message and they, all they simply have to do is incrementally feed people Further down the breadcrumb trail of their already pre-existing yeah. preconditioned biases, and keep them on that path forever. It's a meme. We will never get these people back. Yeah. It is. No. An, it is a self-replicating idea. Mm-hmm. It's a sentient word virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it, it changes to evolve to whatever the newest narrative is. I, I mean, there are. We want to tie it into all of them. There are already memes that I've seen throughout Internetlandia where you'll have like the kid sitting in, in the room and he scribbled all over the wall. And at the bottom it says, oh, the Russians did it. <laughs> wow, really? That bad? Oh, geez. Yes, like there, it, that's already uh, exists in this world that they're literally diluting what is clearly an issue, clearly a big issue, because mm-hmm. this has never happened in the history of our electorate. And it's being compared to, oh, you got in a car accident? No, it wasn't me. The Russians drink all that alcohol. You know, like, it, it, like the, my ha- <laughs> and and yet the people Fred that, is going the, apoplectic. And yet the people, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, well, all of us are. But the the people that are taking it to this level, they don't hold any accountability at all for anything Trump says. No, and yet they will still, no matter what. Hold Democrats to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they well, hold. This is, they hold us ahead. to a higher standard. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. I I feel like, and they completely dismiss any mudslinging by by. And their own this people. is this is why I was so aggressive earlier when I was saying like, it it doesn't matter if it makes you popular. Sometimes you have to pull the fucking trigger because, it, yeah. you know, getting your hands dirty is at stake. Yeah, and, and, you know, the whole, like, well, we can't stoop to... Well, no, it's not, like Riss was saying, it's not the same thing. We're not doing the same thing that it, they are. This we isn't have to... a, a friendly debate where there's rules and there's clearly drawn lines in the stands. This is an actual fist fight. And yes. when you're in an actual fist fight, you go, you go for, for the, the nuts in the throat and the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, not a not, computer program. Not, we're not fencing here. Yeah. 
And, and not only that, but like once as a country, we consent to a foreign power meddling with our election process, with our knowledge, we don't don't. come back from that. We don't. No. Especially when the foreign power is the foreign power that meddled. I mean, the history that we have with that foreign power and the the changes we made as a country because of that foreign power. And then 50 years later, our response is Putin's a man. And and I hate the respectability politics aspect of it, where it's that, oh, well, we can't possibly because then we just know we would not be as bad as they were. We are fixing something they have broken and they know that we hold ourselves to that higher standard, to that impossible standard right. that paralyzes us. So they yeah. know we won't do anything. It makes us weak. It makes us vulnerable. And it makes people not want to vote for the Democrat Party because we have no nuts. Remember when a guy it. remember when a guy basically disqualified disqualified himself for being president by misspelling potato? Yes. Or jumping on a couch and going, Yeah. Yeah, yelling yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how far we've come in like this oh, is, hey, it was only eight years. <laughs> I that was it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It hap- it came at us fast. And that's that's why I believe that you know, people are discussing what what the the KGB has on the GOP that the GOP is riding along with this, and actively as a group, as a party, you know, not making a big deal out of it. And I think that the the truth of the matter is that the the KGB has fully infiltrated uh, the GOP, and that's what came out to light in meetings that were held behind closed doors recently. Was yeah. hey. You can expose this thing. You can expose me. I'll just come out as I'm a spy. Well, I'm your close advisor. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. But uh, has anybody watched The Americans? Yeah. Uh, a little yeah. Bit of it. Some of it. How, I've wanted to, but I've not. It's super slow. Mm-hmm. So this. So this actually moved faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this moves faster. Um, oh God. So, but I mean, I would love to. They've been active in GOP politics for the past thirty years, which is exactly this. This might be the culmination of a plan that was hatched before any of us were born. Gorbachev, Uh, and I'm not. I don't want to overtake the the only superpower that could hold a candle to Russia of the day. I don't want to take away what some people may consider to be a, a tinfoil hat scenario on what you're presenting, but. The, the question that you ask is what do they have on the GOP that they're just going along with it? They put the GOP in complete power. That, that it may be as simple as that. They, you know, it does, they, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Nah. The road to hell is paved in good intentions. Actually, about and that, unbought stuffed dogs. <laughs> damn those dogs. Putting on more tinfoil hat, this whole thing. I've been seeing reports coming out from the more extremist fringe Christian end times websites that yay for Donald Trump. He's bringing about the end times. Jesus is about to come back now. Yeah. Yeah. Apocalyptic prophets have, have abounded forever. You know, the sky is falling, et cetera. Uh, <sighs> but they might actually get their wish. But we're letting them. Yeah. yeah. That's my point is we're allowing this to happen. Well, the the so, only alternative at this point is violent overthrow, 
if the electoral college does what we all fully expect they're going to do. Um, at which point <laughs> you're going to take the, the liberals who don't have any nuts already and say, yeah, now take on the full might of the U.S. government, police forces, and military. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, we'll be subjugated no, for years. That's a, that's, stu- that's a one-way stupid trip. Yeah, we'll, we'll be subjugated for this, years regardless. Which is why I well, say this, off-world. <laughs> and, and I get off-world, but the, I mean that's kind of like what I was saying before. That's what scares me is I think regardless of what the Electoral College does, we're going to end up with that same scenario. Uh, it, it'll be different. It'll be similar, okay. but it'll okay. be different. Let's, like, like let's people, play the game. Hang on. Hold on. Their, hold their on. Stuff, but. Hold on. So they don't vote for Trump. What happens? The Electoral College. Civil War. Well, well before this, I, before the Civil War, Amber, before <laughs> that. It would be there is a before that. If, <laughs> if the electors switched and you had enough that actually voted for, say... Um, for Clinton, uh, well, Keith Olbermann gonna actually your, put your out only a, options for the Electoral College are going to be Trump and Clinton because no, none of the third parties won enough to be a viable there, option. There was so another they, option, and they actually, could no. select for a different Republican. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Actually, Keith said is he, he, all the Hillary electors vote for a moderate Republican, and thirty-eight of Donald Trump's electors vote for that moderate Republican. Trump is no longer president. And it's still Republican, which Moderate, means we'll, quote we'll, we'll, we'll I'll take it. I'll take it over Armageddon. I would take the guy Putin doesn't want. Yeah. Well, who are, who's I, a moderate I, Republican in this? Well, that, that was going to be my next question. Is yeah, that's what I need to know. Is who is the moderate Republican? They would Romney probably is the most likely moderate Republican. No, he's Fuck not. A, he's not in it. They would put Paul Ryan in before they put Romney in. Paul fucking Ryan uh, is our moderate Republican. I didn't say that he was but, a moderate Republican. I just said that he was probably the candidate. And and of your two responses, Amber, if I have the choice, I'm taking Romney before I take Ryan. Yeah, I, I no, well. I agree. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Romney Rom- before Ryan. Romney has actually showed shown integrity. But why my tone got the way it did of, of just the sudden weariness <laughs> was it's no matter which one you pick, yeah. my rights are affected. But the yes. difference is, but with the, both of them versus Trump is again, uh, it's the reason why I would almost rather have Pence. Your, than your Trump. rights are affected, you, but you're probably going to live through Romney. Well, but it's, yeah, it's no, it's it's not that. It, <laughs> it's it's the quality you know of life. Going, it's you, the idea of you know where they're going to attack. You know where they're going to come. They're predictable, and so you can immediately way, counter yeah. what, counter what they're going to come after you with with your best force rather yeah, than having yeah. it spread against the shotgun that is Trump. With but, Romney, yeah. they're going to use lube. It's it's a hard thing. You're to gonna get pounded either way. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. You're gonna get. Oh, David, you have me. you have such a way. Oh, no, trust, trust me, as a woman, I am very familiar with that argument of, you know, would you Wait. rather it hurt or not? So well, no, oh. it's, it's a hard thing to minimize what you're saying, and and I think yeah. that's you know, it's one of those things like what you're saying is very real and it's very valid, and 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 the way it's being presented may seem a little bit minimalist and like, yeah, but at least, you know, so I, I mean, I, I hope you're not taking it that way. No, um, I'm, I'm not. It's, but it, it is one of those things where it, it's something that we do have to consider this, that. This, yes, this those things are yeah. going to change. No, no, no. Pose this to Picard. Which option do you dislike the least? And <laughs> I'll let you go. Let Here, you go. Here's what I'm saying. 
I'm saying from a personal, not from a which which would I pick for the entire good of the nation. I am saying simply from a personal standpoint, when somebody's like, well, at least Romney or whoever, I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, at least, <laughs> you know, like, it, well, it's me looking about at how my much life, your life you're, and the life Think about how daughter. much better your life will be when you become one of Romney's wives. You'll be... <laughs> you get to go to the White House. Wow. Things will be great. You wow. could be in that binder. Wow. It's been my dream to make the binder. Wow. It's what I aspire to. Oh, oh my goodness. But no, there, there is places. a. You know, I'm not going to lie that there is a certain personal weariness. And I think this is true for a lot of women and a lot of people who are in other demographics who are going to feel this either way. I think there is just a certain personal weariness of not only is this going to be bad for me and the people that I love and and my family and and everything else and how much we've endured already. It's also the knowledge that like, okay, yeah, if we get a Romney in there, let's say uh, we're still dealing with the frustration of a party that still doesn't have its shit together to oppose some of the worst things that we're going to see. So, I mean, definitely, if the choice comes down to which is the least hellish option, yeah, of course, Romney. I'm not going to pull a let's vote Jill Stein on this. But, I mean, just from a ver- from a personal level of just a human aspect of just being tired mm-hmm. of this whole, you know... Right. This is you, the best you have How much pain do you me. want to endure? Yeah. If... if- the Democratic National Committee could stop being a Mobius strip of a of a of a animal. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get any better than that. Twisted sideways, <laughs> da- um, David. You could have just stopped right in the middle because they did. Yeah, you, they just stopped. No, yeah. in the middle of everything they did, they just stopped. You know, I'm, yeah. The so. yeah. Um, I the need Democratic a co- what, Party is still the, fighting the Rom. The Romney, I need, and even even the Paul Ryan option I delays a call apocalypse to now. Uh-huh. I need a call to action. We need yeah. mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, again, yeah. here's where I get the advantage of what Bernie did is mobilize certain groups and certain of the more extreme, extreme and passionate groups that would consider themselves Democrat or independent, etc. Whereas the Democratic Party for the last, especially Bush, like Bush one through the Clinton years, everything else, has always been fighting the fight, but from a reasonable political standpoint as far as they're concerned, where it's the old style, we're still having a dialogue, we'll figure this stuff out, blah. Whereas, because they're doing that, they're being steamrolled by the guys that say, no, fuck your rules, we're doing it our own way, screw you. And so what we're seeing now, especially with if the Electoral College does what we think it will probably do, yeah, then you've got the more extreme groups, you know, call them the Bernie Bros or whatever else, but I the ones like that, the more moderate of the extreme, um, who will have no problem getting mobilized, getting out there, doing stuff, and going, look, we like the Democratic Party, but you guys are dragging ass. Get out of our way. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, that needs to happen. Yeah, but mm-hmm. man, entrenched power. Yeah. That's, that's really what we're up against is just an enormous – Inertia of entrenched power mm-hmm. that sees and, that it's being threatened and is just double downing on everything that it can. The 
Yeah, the Democratic National Committee, and and even you know, there's hardcore Democrats that they do they will not recognize that Hillary Hillary Clinton did nothing wrong in the entirety of this election. No, she played it. She played it perfectly. She played according it very textbook. To, very textbook. This was a textbook. Yeah. Uh, campaign, campaign as far as those people are concerned. It was like, no, yeah. there, there are some problems that we should be discussing that occurred in this campaign. Oh, well, that's just noise. Well, and that's my frustration with the re- respectability politics aspect of it yeah. is I don't think it's a valid argument. I think you can do everything right. At like <laughs> like Picard said, you that's can right. do everything right and still fail. Yeah, yep. Right. But it's I, one of the I, hardest lessons to learn. Th- there were some, some incredible blunders. Um, especially early on, and especially through the primary season, mm-hmm. um, she made some, she made some gaffes and things. Some things didn't work she, out. She made some gaffes. She reached out to the wrong National groups. committee. Made some gaffes. Mm-hmm. There was there were issues with how that primary went that um, alienated real like fire in their yeah. belly progressives, mm-hmm. and the response to. Hey, the stuff that Debbie Wasserman Schultz did really made us angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that sucks. That sucks to suck. I'm going to make her my honorary campaign manager. Well, there went those votes. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that was huge because that that was that was a movement that, that had fire behind it. That, yeah, that had did people it. that were going to beat the streets and fight the good fight. And they were summarily dismissed. Well, and Kennedy, that was part of what did it. Yeah. What also did it was when, you know, throughout the campaign, she was saying, hey, if I win the, you know, in the, in the primary, if I win, Bernie goes out and adopts his platform, everything else. And then she wins. And people are like, okay, what parts of your platform are you going to adopt? And she basically said, nothing, suck on it. And we're like, well, thanks. Well, and not and, only but, that, but of course, at some point, we all needed to rally behind her. But immediately when when it was exposed, what happened with Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the appropriate answer from other Democrats was not suck it up. Yeah. And right. that's the response that we got. That is it. It, yeah. was, it was not – we should never have been told, oh, well, that's just too bad. No, fuck you. Like that is the way that you lose voting power. Now, what's funny though is right there though, that's what the Republicans would have done. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Republican response. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. so even, and that's why people became disenfranchised and disillusioned. But here's yeah. but here's the thing. Now, if we start throwing mud, we disenfranchise ourselves because we already hold ourselves to that high esteem. Yeah, we this, are already this at this platitude. Crap. You know, we're, see, we're already there. But, but there is a difference between. I'm going to do this thing that some people may not find terribly popular because I am held to this unfair standard, but it's the right thing to do and it's going to benefit everybody. And yeah, sure, you know, they may not like it, but whatever, in the end, it's going to, it's going to turn out much better and it's going to actually negate some of the bullshit we've been through. The only way for and, that to happen is and if doing they burn something that's on it. equal footing with. See, in this case, we did exactly what the Republicans would have done rather than, okay, we did something that, that kind of looks bad, but was the right thing to do. What we demand, and that's what I'm talking about. What we demand is sacrifice. We must have someone martyr themselves for the party. Yeah. That's really it. Because 
yes, we may agree in spirit with what they do, but it is unconscionable what they must do. Therefore, it has to be done, and then they have to be punished for it. That's the only way that this repub- this this party carries on. That's the only way that so, we can actually make end roads. We have to have people- What you're saying is is we need a Democrat we deserve, but not the one we want right now? No. Not the one we, no. we, we no. need. We, we don't need... We need Jonah fucking Ark. Yeah. We don't need necessarily somebody to die on a cross. We do need somebody. No, just burned at the stake. I'm not saying at a cross. No, I know. So we need burned at the stake. Burned at the stake, Amber. Well, we don't necessarily need that either. We, we. I think we do. I like steak. I, I, I understand the I don't spirit. Like it burned. We do need on, somebody Amber. who who is going to be willing to incur oh. some consequences for what they do, knowing that they did the right thing. I don't necessarily think we need somebody like who's going to end up, you know, like getting charged with treason over it or something completely extreme. But we do need somebody who's not there to make friends. We need somebody who's going to go in and who's like, I'm not here for the fucking, you know, now that I've got the popular vote, I'm not in here for a popularity contest. I'm here to do what needs to be done and fuck you for holding me and somebody vocal enough and in a way eloquent enough when they're questioned about what they've done to be like, no, fuck you. I did the thing that I was supposed to do that I have the power to do and defend themselves. Democrats are also very bad at that because we feel guilty. The person you're describing is exactly who conservatives think Trump is. Yes. Because I'm willing to be the democratic Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Trump actually went, you know, he was at, uh, I can't remember where the rally was. I actually think it was in Pennsylvania. And he basically said, I've got your vote. Now I don't need you. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's an interesting quote. And yet uh, they ate that, it up. What the fuck? Oh, there's an interesting quote that uh, Trevor Noah pointed out where he was talking, where Trump's talking about when he coined the phrase drain the swamp. Yeah. And he's like, I was at this, I was at this event and I said drain the swamp and people went crazy. And I thought, oh, oh. Uh, what's this? I, I got something here. So I kept saying it and saying it, and people really tuned into it. Not He didn't say there was any meaning behind it. He didn't say that he actually cared. Nope. Or though, what draining the swamp would entail. No. Yeah, yeah, Trevor Noah was like, this is like a magician saying, here's how I did this cool trick that tricked you. And people going, oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> He tricked us, guys. He tricked us. Isn't that cool? Oh, my God. He tricked Mm -hmm. us. Wow, he's awesome. Look at that guy. Well, um, He's lying to us. Isn't that wonderful? Another another fellow podcaster, um, Eli Bosnick, who I've mentioned a couple of times, he did a video on Facebook where he related everything to professional wrestling. He literally said everything is professional wrestling. What Trump did with Drain the Swamp is 100% out of the professional wrestling textbook. He said something. Live in front of people, they ate it up. He realized it was popular, and he ran it into the ground. It is the Austin 316 of political statements. (laughs) It was accidental. It was ad-libbed. He didn't mean to say it, but people loved it, and so he kept it going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need someone who will reinforce reality is what we need. Hmm. We need to survive. We need to find out what happens Monday. <laughs> and and based based on what happens on Monday, we can decide 
how best to survive the intervening years between now and wherever we're going to end up, which might have a different flag. It's going to be a mess regardless. uh, The state I reside in may be part of Canada and part of the great empire. I know, right? (laughs) If only we could all be so lucky. It's also going to be negative 40 tonight, but you know. (laughs) Okay, so I need to wrap because this is making my eyes twitch. <laughs> Canada can always annex Florida. I'm all okay for that. Canadians need summer home or winter homes too. Yeah. Uh you guys are in the the really deep red south though. Yeah. Florida when, would not allow itself to be annexed. When no, we're, um, we're the weird one. No, no. No, it anymore. wouldn't matter. We no. were once yeah, upon true. a time. Flor- Florida is not strong enough to be the independent nation of Florida. No. Come on, no, we we're gonna be part of the nation of Atlantis. They <laughs> Florida elected Skeletor twice. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, no. No, if if you're a progressive because and you live in Florida, you have at some point within the last year really looked at land prices somewhere blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. I can help you shop. That's all I'm, I'm saying. It's co- but But, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> Hey, the homes are built really well up here. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. Seattle. I I would like to go to perhaps Seattle the Pacific, would be bad. That's the Pacific bad Northwest, uh, it calls to me. Okay. And um yeah, I I gotta I gotta put an end to this one because yeah, close that one. That it hurts. It hurts. I mean, I had five more stories. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No, no, no. Maybe next week. Maybe. But we'll probably still be talking about next, whatever next week. We're going to be talking about what happened on Monday. Let's let's uh, be real. Next week we'll be uh, talk about Minnesota real estate with David. Okay, <laughs> so if you've enjoyed what we've done here tonight, and why would you? How about you help us out? <laughs> There are a few ways. You can donate to the show through www.patreon.com slash radio and get early access to the show content. Also, you can uh, leave us a a nice, favorable five-star review out on iTunes. That would be wonderful. That gets us in front of more people. And also, uh, speaking of more people, how about you tell more people? Actually, just tell them. Don't don't leave a review. Actually, have an action item. Go take it out to them. Uh, And, of course, engage with us personally. Send us a message on the social medias. Uh, how about an electronic message? You know, that email thing, overlyradiopodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're the more talkative sort, 470-222-6759. That's always ready to you take your call or your text. Thank you for choosing to waste your valuable time with O'Reilly Radio, part of the Random Acts Company. This work is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 United States license while it still exists, with the exception of music created by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech to come who holds the copyright there too <sighs> yeah so this is that's how my weekend went was thinking about all that uh, this is how we this is how we live now this is where we live doing, doing the thought experiments and all the what ifs and the, the scenarios and and how much fuel it takes to get up to Canada from here Andy, your face. You're a broken man. I'm sorry. 
If I'm if I got enough coffee and Red Bull and such, I can get up there in under thirty six hours. I'm I'm the tin. Well, you can, you can make it to uh, Minneapolis in twenty four, uh, driving straight through. D- David, let me, you, let me get the new vehicle, and I can do it with less tanks of gas. David, yeah. you you just you didn't tell me anything that I hadn't already thought about. But you made. But I did. I reinforced it for you. You brought it out to the front. No, the thing is, I wanted an actionable item, something that explains just a hair as to why this kind of thing can happen. Why are there no consequences? Because we've allowed it to go on for too long. We've never needed consequences to it before because everyone was sane. We Okay, so this is a completely fucked up metaphor because this doesn't actually happen, but it's a popular one. We uh, we allowed frogs to boil. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, it was the a slow, slow simmer. Process. Yeah. It, at first it was a slow process, but eventually they their little brains died and then they just cranked up the heat. Yeah. That's um, what I mean. Is that and it, it's this and and it's easy to be short-sighted enough to not um, see that this was happening the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to imagine that um, there were some influential powers that convinced leadership within the GOP that this is how this is the best path forward as far as how to get a population that will reasoning. vote for you no yeah. matter what you say. I can see um, all the reasoning. I can see, oh, yeah. because what it comes down to is it's a personal thing. Each person that has this vote has their own reasons that they're making it. So all of these electors that are going to be casting their vote, they have to consider their own personal future. And it, it takes a special person to be able to get out of that, that mindset of their own unique little world, their own bubble space, and realize that that thing that they do has global consequences. And we do not these, think globally by nature. Yeah. We think the, in the village. Be, these people, they would all be people that were selected by the Trump campaign, or are they selected by the local these Republican are, These parties? are electors that are selected in many cases just by the party officials. Oh, yeah. But the th- but it it doesn't matter. Some of them actually still have a conscience, and some of them have said, "I cannot do this," and resigned. You know that has right, happened. But resigning is not the same thing as right. Changing but, your vote. But the thing is, you wouldn't have wanted them to cast the vote anyway because of why they resigned was a completely different thing. Weird, weird stuff. But again, well, maybe it was the excuse. It's a personal issue. You know, yeah. each one of these people, the individual electors. How are how does this news affect them that Russia has tampered, influenced in an outsized way than more than any other time in history the results of the election? And now they're now they have to take the results of that manipulation. They're being forced in Colorado to do it. Well, the answer to that is simple. Huh, look at our good fortune. I'm sorry, what? That's it. 
we we were fortunate enough that that Russia favored us, and you know what? We're right anyway. That is the other thing. Yeah, we we're they're conservatives because conservative ideology is the right path. So, however they get there, road to hell be paved and good intentions be damned. So the ends justify, the, the, ends means. justify, the, ends justify the means. The means. Yeah. And I know I just advocated for that, but I'm trying to base my shit on facts, not ridiculous. Well, I, I, I like to understand how we got here. I like to understand the, the minds of people that have put us here, because that the, helps us work through it to make it not happen again. The problem is, there's no one problem. No, yeah, it's, the it's a lot is that of things. This is sloppy. It is a mess. Yeah. I mean, you can you can pick it apart to to tiny issues such as just the cultural way we yeah. demonize being wrong, yeah. in the context of that people yeah. are terrified to admit they were wrong or change their minds or make a mistake to the point where it paralyzes them yeah. and keeps them from taking any action whatsoever because we demonize the shit out of it. Very so true. you have these people. Some of them might know better. Some of them might see what's happening, but they're terrified and ashamed of the idea of being wrong and having to admit they were wrong because they don't want it rubbed in their faces. And shame is one of the most powerful tools in the arsenal of somebody who wants to control a population. Yeah. So is it possible to take that narrative and flip it? And what we need to do, and Andy, you said you wanted an actionable item. Yeah. What we need to do <laughs> is start letting people know that when you make a mistake to this magnitude, we are not going to rub your face in it. We are not going to shame you. We are going to accept you and your mistake-admitting ass <laughs> because, thank God, you helped us dodge this bullet. Yes. I say Yes. I I think that's still an appeal to logic. Which we can't do with that side. It can't be done. There are It can be done on an individual basis, which is what I'm endorsing. Yeah, there there are people I, though. I, I, I've, I've, so I've said it before. You, you cannot reach them with logic. Well no, I, I was just gonna say, like, I know I just advocated for that, but I have to get on David's side with this. Like I can't logic people out of like I've tried. I I literally it and is, in a conversation you with can, somebody that's gone on for mm, fucking weeks now in which I continually try and logic and it just gets spun around on me. Well, am I, I, I? You can occasionally reason someone out of a position that they were not reasoned into in the first place. You can yeah. occasionally do that. But as a loose rule, that doesn't happen. I when, thought when, in the scenario that we were talking about, these people had already admitted they were wrong. No. No, they resigned. The people that admitted they were wrong were resigned from the post where they would have any effect on the outcome. They did yeah, not. I'm just what, trying to no, figure no, no. out a way they to did get not, those people who, they did, okay. who are No, they did not admit they were wrong. They did not admit they were wrong at all. No, no, no. I thought, no. In, in specifically in the one Fred said of like, what do we do with it? Like, I, I oh, thought we yes. were, I had okay. assumed that these people came to us in this scenario and said, hey, we were wrong. No. And. And we have to create no, a culture no, where it's okay for them I to do that. I was just taking, you know, trying to get those people <laughs> who are too afraid to admit they're wrong and yeah. figuring out if that, there's a 
that we can get them like, hey, we're not going okay. to lambast you. Yeah, we have to create a culture that, where it's that okay. That situation is three years out <sighs> from occurring. By my estimation at best. Because there would have to be like significant life consequences from things that cannot be attributed to anything other than what Trump did to this country. Um, and even in that case, a lot of those people, the cognitive dissonance runs so deep that they'll simply spin it around and say, well, this didn't work because of all the damage that liberals did to this country. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say, was that there's basically nothing that can't be attributed to Obama or some other bullshit, even if it makes no fucking sense. Like Russ right. was saying, people blame Obama for Hurricane Katrina and, and for the response yeah. from FEMA. And it's like he wasn't even it's like the people that yeah. that they interviewed prior to the election who were like, I don't understand why Obama wasn't in office on 9-11. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck, are you kidding me? Because like, he wasn't elected then. <laughs> yeah, but they Amazing don't Amazing yeah. how reality works. But in, in this situation, I'm not saying that I'm a supercomputer, but I feel like I'm kind of whopper here. Uh, and I'm saying this is a strange game. The only way to win is not to play. Uh, all, all of the available Thank you, roads, Joshua. Yeah. We, we, had, we have missed the opportunity to change this reality at some point. 20 maybe 30 years ago um and now we are reaping the eventuality of this and we sowed the wind and now we're reaping the whirlwind we didn't but we didn't sow it we just didn't see it no we as a as a country as as people who were in charge as as a party the gop sowed this we are dealing Um, with the baggage of another generation power to promote their ideology at any cost. Mm-hmm. Um, we're well, all we going to enough to fight it. Yeah. And now we, we're we did the not, Yeah, we did not. We were just like, eh, who, who really cares? I don't understand what's going on over there. And I'm slowly losing the ability to reach these people. Yeah. Not, not so, understanding where that would eventually lead. So are we looking at this the wrong way? And Probably. what I mean to say is... <laughs> Instead of trying to fix what we need to do to make things better, do we just need to flip-flop, become conservatives, and fix that? Fix them. I can't do it. No. But you don't have to espouse anything. That's the whole point of fixing them. You still get to maintain all of your beliefs. You're just identifying as a conservative now, in order to force them to match no, another oh, and ra- just be uh, just relabel, convince the entire Democratic Party to become rhinos. So Republicans in name only. Yeah, just, you're you're registered Republican, but you oh, vote for for liberal ideology. I, oh, I think Fred, Fred, no, wait, seen the end wait, game of that. No, that is that uh, can happen. You, that can happen. Affect change. And then the people who don't like that change abandon the party and realize, hey, I got friends over in the Democratic Party. No, that doesn't happen. No, it just no. gets more extremism. The, 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 thing, party, the thing well, with these people... 
as as a as a general thing is that they vote party line regardless. That's what I've noticed from my parents' generation. It's it yes. doesn't matter at all. It's party line. You know, whatever they say goes. You know, I'm not even really going to look at the issues that much because they're exactly the same as they were last year. No, they're well, not. They're going to die. But, yeah, they, I know they're <laughs> going to well, die. Okay. So no, wait, wait. Hang than, on. Than any point in the past. Hold on. I love where you where you went with that, Fred, because those students of of history have seen the ideological shift of the parties. Well, of course, that's why you get that argument all the time that yeah. the person who freed the slaves was Republican, right? Mm-hmm. So, that, okay, great. We just call ourselves Republicans. We rebrand ourselves, and every talking point that we have is of a Republican of that era. However, keep in mind that this kind of sort of happened um, maybe... 50, I don't think it was... 60 years ago. Well, no, I don't think it was quite 10 years yet that, that we were seeing a, a lot of moderation in the Republican Party, and the Tea Party spawned from that, and now that's a big reason why we are... Why we're... At the place yeah. that we're at, but there are because the they're already radicalized. To that attempt to shift was yeah. the opening of the door to usher in extremism. But the string, the extremism was already there. It was already inherent. Well, in yeah, party. no, no, no. I'm just saying uh, it, it helped. They simply bring played it upon it. Yeah, no, because it's not like it didn't exist. It didn't birth extremism, but it allowed it to find a it footing. Re- it gave yeah. it some miracle grow. Yes. <laughs> well, then my last option is we um, initiate a purge on anyone 55 and older. Oh, no, that's going to happen. Um, when, once, they, once they eliminate Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, your, your options are going to be to work until you die or die on the streets um, in your old age. Uh, and that's going to be the reality for a lot, a lot of Americans. Because once you cut off that 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 static income, monthly income, um, yeah, there a lot of a lot of the older generation own their homes and they've paid those homes off, but they need that money to eat. So then, <sighs> then they're going to turn to the next thing, which is going to be SNAP assistance. Oh, but that's gone too. And then they'll turn to the next thing, which is going to be the churches, who are going to be over effing loaded. Mm-hmm. The churches turn people away all the time, anyway. Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, I know this extremely is, well. Yeah. You bring up the whole problem with the whole, you know, SNAP assistance and that being, you know, eliminated, eliminated from there. Oh, but straight axed. But remember, the majority of the people who take advantage of it are the ones who just voted for the people who are going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is going to disproportionately affect Republicans such that they will become en masse destitute and potentially dead as a direct result of it. The mentality there that's so fucked up, and I have heard this verbatim from people, is that the people of color are taking all of the resources from programs like SNAP and Medicaid. Therefore, if we make it more difficult for them to, cause they're bad people, we're good people, you know, we're just down on our luck. They're making a career out of this. Right. You know, if, if we eliminate their support, we as the white poor people will get more support, but that's not 
A, true, and B, how that's going to work anyway. Yeah. No, no, they they have been sold outright on a lie, and they bought it hook, line, and sinker, and mm-hmm. they will suffer. We're going to suffer too, um, but... I'm suffering right the fuck now. <laughs> you know, this is completely off topic, but it just something that Amber said. People of color has always irritated me um, when describing anyone not white because... Like, White's a color. Not a, not only a color. <laughs> white is all the colors. Oh well, no! If no. you mix all the colors, you get black. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's what happens. But literally, the absence of color is black, and all of the it colors depen- combined. No, is it depends on whether or not you're talking about spectrum. It depends on whether or not you're talking about light uh, or uh, pigment. Uh, yeah. And skin color is pigment. If you add all the colors, then you end up with a darker color, not a lighter yes. color. In skin, it's pigment. Yeah, that's great. So no, it's. I'm it's, afraid not. I I suppose it can it can be read as annoying, but it's one of the easiest and least offensive ways yeah. to cover the entire spectrum outside of people of Caucasian descent. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I know what you mean. I just I'm just saying that phrase has always like even if I go to the to the basis of I'm not clear. I'm a color. You know what I'm saying? Like as a, as a white person, I can't be like, Oh, people of color and just broadly paint everyone other than me because I'm a color. It's a stupid phrase. I'm not saying you used it wrong or like, I'm mad that you use it. I'm just saying in general, it's a dumb phrase. I have a lazy question because I (laughs) don't want to look it up right now. So was there ever a land called Caucasia? It's the, the Caucasus mountains. It's because of the Caucasus mountain ranges. Yeah, the Caucasus oh. Mountain Ranges. And that general region is the is where that comes from. Yeah, the yeah. Caucasus. I mean, it, not it, quite it's... Nordic white, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And your, I mean, your it's standard the, European descent. It's a, yeah. it's a very my thing with it is that it's a very unwieldy phrase. I've heard people, very well-meaning people, accidentally say "colored" instead of "people of color," and the response is pretty rabid when they do that. And I don't think that's yep. necessarily fair because it's it's almost like a natural shortening, but it does have history, and yeah. and so it's a problem. But but I mean, there's people of color that aren't black. Yes, yeah. right. But and and that they're put into <clears throat> that. I mean, it's people mm-hmm. of color is the is the attempt to basically say minorities. But by saying minorities, you're not being factual either because they're the global majority. Why don't we just say not white? People because that are not it, white. Because, because that's just as bad as color. It reinforces white as the default. But isn't that... Well, no, not that depends on context. Well, I'm... Listen, I'm just telling you... I know, you. I know, but it, uh, that, <laughs> that right there does depend on context. But when you're saying people of color, what you're also saying is not white. The people that are not white. Yeah. It's semantics. Yeah. Ah, uh, I just want to get off world. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, it, I'm just gonna beat that horse. It's really about the emotion of of the words yeah. because think about the difference between telling somebody that they are not white and the and the difference between selling, telling saying like you're a person of color. Not white comes across as well. You're not, you know, the like I'm the default and you're the aberration. It person of color, the, of the other. 
yeah, yeah. person of color comes across as you belong to this demographic, and that's the reason. Uh, it's, inclusive it's, versus it's, exclusive uh, language. Yes. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. And there's no perfect term. There's really not. There's problems with all of them. I just try to keep up. No, I I stepped in. I stepped in that one. That that is that was an easy one that I I messed up there. Yeah. Oh, it's late. I don't want to continue. Uh, yeah, you, you, oh you no! Want... I'm so sorry. This is no. This is needed. Do you want to just do the picks and be done with it, or not even bother this week? I don't even know. I want to go that far. Um, oh, no. let's see. Um. Yeah, I've got a headache from all this. So this just I, I'm, I'm I mean, not you've kidding. Got three lengthy segments, I think. I'm not kidding. Yeah. My my eyes are twitching. And then we talked about it more. I'm still recording because <laughs> this is actually just going to go into that episode, and that's just going to be how it is. So yeah. there. <laughs> Look, but, we don't we don't have to keep going. The only comment uh, I want to make is on a story that I and I'm just going to make it right now. The story that I mentioned, uh, the the Ohio bill passing about the, oh, well, thankfully yes. we didn't pass the whole six-week thing. We only passed the 20-week. You're like, so generous. Yeah, yeah, you're so fucking generous, number one. <laughs> and number two, I, I said it before, they're going to make this their pet fucking project. Abortion what? is their new pet project. They've even talked about how since Donald Trump, they have said verbatim because Donald Trump is president now. They're going to overturn Roe versus Wade, or they're going to do whatever they have to to make it completely in, uh, abortion completely inaccessible to women. Yeah. Yep. If they can't make it illegal, illegal, they'll make it not available, which is going yeah. to disproportionately affect conservative women. Yeah. And here's my actually be challenged by the Fourteenth Amendment because that's the way it's been. Those things have been defeated in the past. But well, it, here's I, my I don't question think it will be. regarding the twenty-week deal: Are um, fetuses considered viable at twenty weeks? No. No. Okay, then that what they're doing just needs to be taken to court because right now it's un it, it is that is illegal by terms of Roe versus Wade because what Roe versus Wade does yeah. is it sets the standard based on viability. So no state can make a law prohibiting um, abortions if it is if it's a, a question of viability it used to be based off of trimester so in the first trimester they couldn't ban them um completely in the second trimester they could make rules um where they made them tougher and in the third trimester they could ban them yeah. now it's about viability so if it's if the the fetus is not viable at that time period they can't make a law banning it but this isn't the first law that's been made oh no it's far from and, the first and- and all Trump has to do is stack some conservative judges who are totally against Roe v. Wade, which you will probably not, be totally on board with doing. These are also cookie cutter bills that are, and go, it's that not are going into law. Even the first series of laws that have been made to protect a fetus when it's not viable over the life of the mother. Right. Yeah. Bodily autonomy, yeah. people, look it up. You you are only uh is the that was the other good, really good Trevor Noah quote was life is like baseball cards. It's only good it's only valuable while it's still in the wrapper. Once it comes out it's worthless. <laughs> Actually, Amber, what where when you posted that, uh one of the Ohio ones the earlier was it on your f- feed that I made like the three paragraph screaming rant about it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to try to track that thing down again because that was that was actually rather impressive writing, in my opinion. 
I think I I think it was. I I remember seeing it. I don't. I just can't tell you if it was in. Res- oh, holy shit! That, that mouse pad is a big mouse pad. <sighs> That's a great way to, to derail the conversation. There, that it. well done. That is a big <laughs> mouse pad. That was that was David's pick. A really <coughs> enormous mouse pad. There's my pick. <laughs> Fine, we'll do picks. We'll do picks. Uh, so yeah, David's got an enormous mouse pad. Uh, it, I have thirty-five <laughs> inches wide by twelve inches deep. That's Whoa. what she three, said. You know, all six, the ladies. Three millimeters <laughs> in girth. <laughs> so I gotta roll it, but you'll be set. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not the size that counts; it's what you do with it, and you can definitely do a lot with the size. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's just facts. Uh, I have a book uh, that was in print in 1988 for uh, for gaming. Uh, it is oh, called yeah. Central Casting, and Ooh. it's uh, Heroes of Legend Character Creation System, a role-playing aid for all fantasy role-playing systems. Um, unflatten the cardboard character. Give depth, motivation, and life to every PC and NPC. Here at last is a powerful aid that deals with character development and roleplay. A powerful roleplay aid for both game players and game masters. And it's a, it's 100 pages in length. Uh, and there's a lot of different tables to roll on to get uh, various uh, stats and things to just kind of flesh out your character. Um you know, non-combat duty. Were they in special forces? Forces? Do they have dark side traits, exotic personality features, significant events in childhood, adolescence? You know, all sorts of of basic uh, one-stop shopping for backstory by just rolling Great, some dice and assigning them into your character, and then you build your narrative based on that. So it's um it's nice and easy and quick, and you're going to have to search on Google for uh for a PDF copy because the the only one that I found in print was there was one on Amazon and it was for more than $400. So this is the kind of thing that I'm sorry, you're just going to have to pirate it probably, but that is uh, central casting. And there's also a lot of other ones too. Uh, this was done by Paul Jacques, J A Q U A Y S. Good luck with that one. But from <laughs> Task Force Games, and there was a whole bunch of uh, of other uh, source manuals very similar to this. So if you like rolling on random tables to generate very random, interesting information, you're going to love these things. I I can't believe that I only now just stumbled across this one. So I'm I'm just leaving this going. This is a great way for me to do character generation for stories and books. Absolutely, absolutely, that too. Just anything. That mm-hmm. I think central casting is really a great name for the book, you know, because yeah. you cast the characters right there. Just get your dice out and roll them up. So lots of fun stuff there. But yeah, you're gonna have oh. to you're gonna have to pirate it. Sorry. Thank so. you for that. That's really interesting. It's super cool. Super cool. And uh, it will it will get definitely get some um, <clears throat> some play on uh, <laughs> on the roll initiative podcast when that comes out. So. Some good stuff in there. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, that was my pick, and David showed off his enormous mouse pad, the capital hey, mouse hey, pad, hey. like a capital ship. I guess is what. It, um. So it's it's the 
Show off the logo there. Magic Eagle. Magic Eagle. Ooh. And it's not expensive. It's $13. Hmm. Sometimes you have to scroll all the way across the desk. (laughs) Sometimes you do. It's true. Yeah. Uh, I I do have have monitors. Just enough that allows me to do it. Now I need to get a wireless gaming mouse so that I can. Yeah. Yeah. You're tethered. (laughs) I'm I am tethered. Well, Steven, what do you have? I have something that's I've been keeping in the back of my pocket for quite a while, and this week I'm decided to pull it out. It is. <laughs> Are they? Is it all warm I and said, squishy? I said back pocket, not front. It's fine. Uh, is it? Is it something that goes in the front? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is Skippy's Ripped list for her pleasure, inside out for yours. Yeah, you're obviously <laughs> not talking fast enough because we're definitely uh, we're just going <laughs> to go with it, you know. <laughs> Now, this is Skippy's list. The 213 things Skippy, also known as Specialist Schwartz, is no longer allowed to do in the U.S. Army. Oh! <laughs> Specialist Schwartz was an actual guy. He was actually in the Army, and almost his entire list was things that he did and was then told, don't do that again. And I have run this by almost everybody I've known who's been in the military, regardless of branch. And they all have, they essentially use it as a checklist going, yep, did that, did that, did that, did that, did so that. this is the bucket down. list for military men and women. Well, it's the idea of you spend 90% of your time bored out of your mind, so you do anything to keep yourself entertained. The Irish MPs are not after me frosted lucky charms. Not allowed to play Pulp Fiction with a suction cup dart pistol in any officer. Not allowed to add pictures of officers I don't like to war criminal posters. <laughs> Not allowed to let sock puppets take responsibility for any of my actions. Not allowed to join the Communist Party. <laughs> Not allowed to purchase anyone's soul on government time. Not allowed to train adopted stray dogs to sick brass. <laughs> wow. our, su- our supply sergeant is Sergeant Watkins, not Sugar Daddy. God may not contradict any of my orders. Must never call an SAS a wanker. The revolution is not now. I love that one. Not allowed to chew gum at formation unless I brought enough for everybody. <laughs> Next I year. wonder if he... Next did. day. No. <laughs> Next day. Not allowed yeah. to chew gum at formation even if I did bring enough for everybody. Wow. That's one, one amazing. Of my, one of my favorites is action number 58. Just following orders. The following words and phrases may not be used in a cadence. Budding sexuality, necrophilia. I hate everyone in this formation and wish they were dead. Sexual lubrication, black earth mother. All Marines are latent homosexuals. Tantric yoga, Gadamerong, Korean hooker, Eskimo Nell. We've all got jackboots now. Slut puppy, or any references to squid. <laughs> what did squid ever do? Come on. Not allowed to lead a coup during training missions. <laughs> the giant space ants are not at the top of my chain of command. <laughs> wow. I love the next one. If one soldier has been a sec- as a second lieutenant bar in his uniform and I have an E4 in mine, it means he outranks me. It does not mean I have been promoted three more times than you. <laughs> <laughs> I may not line my helmet with tinfoil to block out the, sp- the space mind control lasers. I am not authorized to prescribe any form of medication. <laughs> There is no such thing as a wear virgin. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, wow. military functions are to be performed sky-clad. Calvin Ball is not authorized PT. Must not start any situation report with, I recently had an experience I just had to write you about. 
<laughs> Inflatable sheep do not need to be displayed during a room inspection. I am not authorized to initiate jihad. Yeah. <laughs> Crucifixes do not ward off officers. And Nerve gas is not funny. Nerve gas is not funny. <laughs> Gozer does not dwell in my refrigerator. Then the one after that. The proper response to a chemical weapon attack is not tell my chain of command what I really think about them and then poke holes in their masks. <laughs> two wow. drink limit does not mean first and last. Two drink <laughs> limit does not mean two kinds of drinks. Two drink limit does not mean the drinks can be as large as I like. <laughs> yeah. Must not mock command decisions in front of the press. <laughs> Let's not refer to the commander as <clears throat> Should not taunt members of the press, even if they're really fat, exceptionally stupid, and working for UPI. <laughs> wow. The loudspeaker system is not a form to voice my ideas. The loudspeaker system is not to be used to replace the radio. The loudspeaker system is not to be used to broadcast the soundtrack to a porno movie. Never, ever <laughs> attempt to correct a Green Beret officer about anything. 137. I should not show up at the front gate wearing front gate wearing part of a Russian uniform messily drunk. 138. <laughs> even if my commander did it. Wow. Past lives have absolutely no effect on the chain of command. The loudspeaker system is not to be used to replace the radio. The loudspeaker system is not a forum to voice my ideas. The loudspeaker system is not to be used to broadcast the soundtrack to a Borna movie. You already said that one, but it bears repeating. <laughs> wow. Go up never, one. never nail a stuffed bunny to a cross and put it up in front of the okay. battalion headquarters as a sign of Easter desecration. The following items do not exist. Keys to the drop zone, a box of grid squares, blinker fluid, winter air for tires, canopy lights, or chem light batteries. Register trademark. Come on. Come on, chem light. Um, shouldn't treat piss <laughs> bottles with extra strength. Oh, wow. Oh, that burns. Oh, wow. Don't write up false gigs on a Humvee. Be problem form essentially. Broken clutch pedal. Number three turbine has frequent flameouts. Flux capacitor emits loud whine when engaged. Or two o three. To conquer the Earth with an army of flying monkeys is not a bad long term goal, or is a bad long term goal to give to the reenlistment NCO. I agree to disagree. <laughs> There's about- one of those. As a couple strips up is uh, when detained by MPs, I am not entitled to a strip search. <laughs> entitled wow. to a strip search. Can't have flashbacks to wars I was not in. The Spanish-American <laughs> War isn't over. Our armies <laughs> cannot be assembled into a giant battle robot. I think that's a design flaw. That's a for design flaw. For people who are fans of Dune, my name is not a killing word. <laughs> May not challenge officers to meet me on the field of honor at dawn. Oh, my God. But I have talked to veterans. Almost every single one of them have, one, they know of this list. And two, they've gone through the whole thing going, yep, did that, did that, did that. Know the guy who did that, did that, did that, did that. I am not allowed to sing Henry VIII I am until verse 68 ever again. (laughs) 
I should not speculate on the penis size of anyone who outranks me. My chain of command is not interested in why I just happen to have a kilt, an inflatable sheet, and a box of rubber bands in the back of my car. <laughs> my Number 163, is... take that hat off. Yeah, just take that hat off. <laughs> 102, rodents are not entitled to burial with full military honors, even if they are casualties of war. Oh. <laughs> not allowed <laughs> to get shot. <laughs> I th- the you know I, I could agree rice with MRE is not a personal lubricant. Scroll up a little bit. Yeah, that one was yeah. not actually him. Yeah, that was somebody else. He's like, no, no, no. Crucifixes do not ward off officers, and I should not test that. Claymore mines are not filled with yummy candy, and it is wrong to tell new soldiers that they are. Ah, <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> not allowed to play into the deluded fantasies of the civilians who are hearing conversations from the NSA, FBI, CIA, and KGB due to the microchip the aliens implanted in their brain. <laughs> May not, not bring a drag queen yeah. to the battalion formal <clears throat> dance. Wow. May not form any press gangs. It must not make t-shirts up depicting a pig with the writing eat pork or die in Arabic to bring as civilian attire when preparing to deploy to a primarily Muslim country. All this stuff happened for people out there. Wow. Back in the day, before things were problematic. <laughs> Do not convince NCOs that their razor bumps are the result of microscopic parasites. Wow. wow. Oh, that's bad. That's... Ouch. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I needed that. It's a good thing to go through and just read, especially if you Uh, have a friend who's a veteran, set them down uh, and go through this list and you will see them shaking their head, having good memories and probably laughing their ass off. Oh, that was good. That's good. I, I definitely needed that. I figured we did. So, Amber... Yeah, if you uh, if you want some escapism, nah. if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna go to a world where everything is terrible, but people can actually do something about it, you can read my books. I don't believe in such a place Ooh. anymore. I'm broken. Well, that's why this is marketed as fantasy. Ah, no. <laughs> okay, yes, clearly not something that exists in reality the, anymore. <laughs> the genre exactly. is called fantasy. It's supposed to be unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, we should write a fantasy novel about what would have happened if Hillary won. It would be pretty boring, though. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Peace on Earth, goodwill toward men, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're the... We didn't all die in the nuclear holocaust. It was weird. We're the U.S. government. We don't do that kind of thing. Um, so you've got... Uh, how, how many books do you have available out on uh, Amazon? Uh, three, currently. The Magic Why is Mirror. that one free? What? This- why is uh, Magic Mirror free? Uh, it's it's the lead-in to the series. Uh, so I made it free so you can pick it up, see if you like oh, okay. what you read, and then if you do, you can buy the other ones. Yeah, the first hit's free, kids. Exactly. <laughs> Which means these it's a good this marketing is, strategy. This is actually heroin. <laughs> <laughs> actual heroin. Yeah. Yep, that's gonna. Next time I run an ad, I'm just gonna be like actual heroin, and I'll still have my books. 
but yeah, pick them oh. up. They're uh, definitely not anything like what's happening now. <laughs> I think yeah. I need some of that. I need some of that. Are, when are you going to get, um, or are you ever going to get uh, audio versions done? When I have time. <laughs> I, I had started um, actually recording the audiobook version of The Magic Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't had time to continue doing that, but I'm anticipating in 2017 being able to complete all three um, in addition to uh, to putting out more novels. Excellent. I can't wait. Okay. I'm... Um... I'm burnt out. I think that's done. Take a fork in us, we're done. So did Fred nice. have one? Fred, did you have one? Uh, I mean, not really. I went and saw Rogue One last night. It's amazing. Everyone should spend like, money and watch it. My God, um, it's good. It's good. Go see it. Out of curiosity, to. what do you say to the to the people I've seen complaining who talk about continuity issues and it being too dark? Uh, um, one, we... For for too well, dark. Uh, this is exactly what it was supposed to be. In truth, it, it's the only way the story could have gone. And for me personally, continuity. I'm going. No, it it it's perfectly fits with continuity. It's, it's beautifully. a story based how, on the how line, many, many Bothans many died. Bothans died. None. That's the Death yeah. Star too. Oh fuck. Yeah, I made the same mistake. Um, it, it is the Death Star too. Um, I don't know what continuity issues they're talking about. I mean, this movie lie. is perfectly timed like the end is literally where a new hope picks up so it's like a few hours before a new hope picks up yeah i mean it literally ends and a new hope starts so that's that's fantastic the and the darkness um i will say um and all i will say is maybe there's a reason why in three movies after this one takes place you don't know any of these characters (laughs) Well, yeah, my view of the movie is it. What I said even before I saw it was essentially. I'm saying that with Dan. This is essentially the Dirty Dozen plus the Seven Samurai in Star Wars. Okay, no, I was Do just you know- curious. I haven't seen it yet, and and I've heard mixed reviews, and those are the two complaints that I've heard from people who hated it were that it was too dark, which doesn't really bother me because look at what I write. Yeah, and. <laughs> Um, no, she's serious. Were... You need to go look at what she writes. Yeah, you should go look yeah. at it, and then you should buy it. Yeah. And then the <laughs> the other thing was the continuity issues, and I I have no idea what the context for that is. I was just I will say uh, again, I've I've I'm a Star Wars. I know too much. Um, continuity issues. I view going. No, there were none. In fact, they actually answer some questions we've been wanting to have answered for decades. Okay. Um, and they answer it beautifully well. Um, also there are, for somebody like me who's followed a lot of the stuff, who's followed all the series, a lot of the, you know, Rebels and Clone Wars and all that, there's a lot of really neat just callbacks and things that flash up on screen or things that are said in the background that if you listen to or you see, you go, wait, like, it's confirmed. I can say this from having watched the movie. It's a minor thing. But you, if you watch Star Wars Rebels, the ghost is there. You see the ghost in several scenes. And matter of fact... General Sadula is mentioned. I know nothing about this General Sadula. She's the pilot of the ghost in Rebels. The Twilight Girl. Ah. 
she's a captain then. Of course, it's now past. I haven't wa- I haven't watched Rebels, so. But also, yeah. the most important part of all, Vader, my boy, mm-hmm. is back. Um, Vader is, is actually my biggest complaint with the the movie. I'm well, uh, going to drop out here because I don't want to hear any more about it. Yeah, no, actually, it's, we, it's literally just a visual aspect. It's it's visual. Um, okay. I don't know what they did wrong with the mask, but it's wrong. And <laughs> it, it, the way I, the easiest way for me to describe it, and it's not a knock on anybody or anything, but he looks like he has Down syndrome. <laughs> the mask the is droopy. What what is wrong? But for, but for how he was acted and how he's portrayed on screen, I'm finally like, yeah, no, forget the Hayden Christensen. No, think, no, forget it. No, Vader is back being Vader. And Vader it was, was good. never not Vader. I mean, the whole reason he became Vader is because of all that hate and anger. Of course, he's going to say no when the one of the things that drove him to being Vader is told he's dead. That's that's how he would have reacted. Prequel hate is unjustified, just saying. No, I, I have justified hate for the prequels, but that's a whole different show. <laughs> that is a different show. And yeah, I'm with Steven. We'll talk hey, about that. A conversation with me. Sorry, man. We'll talk about that later <laughs> on How Bad Can It Be? Because oh, I hate everything about the prequels pretty much. Because we absolutely have to do Yay, David. the prequels on How Bad Can It Be? Oh, no, no, God, I help this, us. But I will say about the prequels. <clears throat> regardless of how much you just like them, they had two really good things going for them. One, awesome lightsaber fights. And awesome ship to ship fights. They, yeah, they did have yeah those things, and they managed to trip over their own lightsabers and stab themselves repeatedly. Oh, in they the tripped over everything head. else. <laughs> uh, uh, with God, there there were so many great opportunities that were horribly missed and replaced with things that were just awful. I blame Lucas. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was Most definitely people awful. do. Most people do. But uh, you know, you know what's to blame? Time, 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 time <laughs> is to blame. Everyone, shut the fuck up! We're leaving. <laughs> I'm keeping that. I'm yeah, so keeping that. That's the outro now. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Okay, <laughs> that is. So it for tonight. We'll be back live next Friday about 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Will we? Maybe. It's holidays. We'll see. Stay tuned. Um, but that's about the time that we'd be here. Uh, and uh, yeah, you tune in, watch and chat, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so hey, until then, <laughs> let's keep the conversation going. Head over to OReallyRadio.com. That's O-R-L-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Google+, subscribe to the podcast for the audio version and YouTube and the Twitch channel for the video version. Of course, you can watch us live and join in the chat, all from the webpage. If you've enjoyed what we've done here, and I'm not sure I enjoyed what we did here tonight, <clears throat> how about you help us out? You can donate to the show through patreon.com slash Radio and get early access to the show content. Uh, also, we love some good reviews out there on iTunes. And hey, you know, if you leave one, email us at Podcast at gmail.com so I know that it's there so that I can credit you on the show for giving us that review. Even if it's bad, I will read that too. So, and uh, 
how about you tell somebody else? You know, not in the in the, the social media land. You know, tell somebody in person that uh, that the show exists and that you like it and that you'd uh, you'd think that they would enjoy it too. And of course, uh, talk to us, engage us directly, send us a message on whatever social media platform you happen to to frequent, or <clears throat> that antiquated thing, the electronic email at oreallyradiopodcast@gmail.com. Or if you're the more talkative sir, we do have a voice line number at four seven zero two 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 six seven five nine always ready to take your call or your text thank you for choosing to waste your valuable time with us this has been a really radio part of the random acts company this work is licensed under creative commons attribution 3.0 united states license with the exception of the music created by kevin mcleod of acomtech.com who holds the copyright there too good night good night oh shit good night Good night and good luck. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and that's the way it was. And that's the way it is. Holy shit. So, let's see. Hmm, Monday, they vote. Tuesday, we let the purge begin. <laughs> wow. The, you know, there no, is... The purge won't begin until after the inauguration. There is somebody out there that's watching that has stuck with us through the whole whole bit. I don't know yep. who they are, but they're watching. And uh, uh... thank you for being here, and I'm... Uh, well, yeah. See you next week. <laughs> we'll we'll be here one way or another, probably. Uh, until <laughs> until the interrogation squads find us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of making it easy for them. I'll just say no. You have to sit down and you have to listen to all of the hours. Yeah. We'll just become part of the resistance. I look good in a beret. I bet you would. Uh, you would look. No, good no. In a beret. See, they break into your house. You immediately start interviewing them. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Mics are rolling. <laughs> Do the so thing. So, why did you choose the stormtrooper life? <laughs> did or did the stormtrooper you know, life choose you, know you? You can't actually hit me with any of those guns, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> wrong stormtroopers. Wrong stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe that was one of the continuity errors in the movie. There were a couple successful stormtrooper shots. There were a lot of successful stormtrooper shots. Yeah. Like, oh look, good stormtroopers. They they get lucky. They were aiming remember, at something else, and they hit the right thing. But remember, they weren't primarily firing at PCs. They were firing at the NPCs. Right, yeah, yeah. Cannon fodder. Yeah. Yeah. Even a stormtrooper can hit something if it's storyline-oriented. I love Even the Walkers. Even a stormtrooper can hit something if they empty the clip. See, seeing <laughs> the Walkers from a true up-close-and-personal ground troops perspective... Was impressive. Okay, now you're doing spoilers, so good night. <laughs> yeah, you see that in the trailer. I, By the way, yeah. Donnie Yen's character, scene stealer. I okay. love that man. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I need to. I need to take like painkiller for my head. Fifty shots, maybe. Some lorazepam. Yeah, there we go. Peyote. I need to find all of the poisonous parts of the food you fish. Ingest them. <laughs> I, I just need to eat like you know all the peyote, all of it, all of it. I'm not I'm peyote. Followed I'm by the, the fugu fish. Fall things. into a new universe and then just start over. I'm I'm the dog sipping coffee. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. They now have I a plush of that. Fire. But this is. Yep. I'm okay with say... what's happening. They've created a plush of that meme. That's just the dog mm-hmm. with the coffee cup. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! I need one. Yeah. yeah. Needs to sit on my desk. 
Yeah. With my little statue of Mott and Alice from Alice in Wonderland and a giant ass raven and everything else that's up here. Why is Raven's ass got to be giant? He's just got a fat ass. I don't know. Like, fat yeah. ass raven. Don't fat shame my raven. Big butts and you cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a raven rolls up with an easy place and round thing in your face, you get strong. I did that. I went there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you quote it no more. Oh. <laughs> but it's a video, right? Maybe. No. Oh. <laughs> Lost on the interwebs for <laughs> There you go, Amber. I believe I found it. Uh, I'm surprised that yes. wasn't one of the picks tonight. Well, I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I had seen yeah. I had seen the Kickstarter, and I um I unfortunately found it too late to back it because I would have fucking backed that. But now you can pre-order. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I dropped sweet. the link in the in in the chat at one point or another. I, I remember sharing it. So, uh, um, okay. <laughs> Thank you all yeah, for go being go here and, go, and going through all that. And, and Worst that. case scenario is it doubles as a house mat. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Matt, like outside. Welcome, Matt. Welcome to my home. This is my mouse pad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you need to, to invite people into your home from now on. It's less a mouse like, pad. It's not even a mouse pad. This is my mouse pad. I don't know if you two have met. You and your mouse pattern a consensual romantic relationship. It joins you at the dinner table with like a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Doubles as a placemat, you know. It makes everyone really uncomfortable because you keep. Are, are you it. upset that because my mouse pad is black? Is that what's going on here? Is that why you won't look at him? <laughs> no, it's clearly because of the mixing of the colors on it. <laughs> it's a biracial mouse pad. So it's it's Native American. <laughs> Why am I so? No. Why am I still recording this? I'm still recording this. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Our news. <laughs> we will radio the news. All of this show. A really radio show number one thirty seven. New segment: biracial mouse pads and you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you, you mix it with other colors of mouse pad, and the immune systems get strong. 